This is 5 Minute Friday, episode number 118, New Year Resolutions. Welcome back to the Super Data Science Podcast and to the concluding episode for this year, to the concluding 5 Minute Friday episode. I'm super excited to have had this journey in 2017 with you, really looking forward to what's coming next, all the guests and speakers and all the discoveries that are coming up next in 2018. And today I'd like to take a, a few minutes to talk about resolutions. So I'd be really curious to find out if you set yourself resolutions for um, the new year. And I've been doing that for the past, I think, five years or so. And I wanted to share my process on how I set my resolutions and what it entails and how, how I go about it. The first thing that I'd like to share is there's this type of card and it's like a magical card. It's, it really does magic. It's called Because I Said I Would. So you can find them at becauseisaidiwould.com. It's a non-for-profit. I really don't remember how I found about, out about them five or six years ago. But basically, you can go on that website and you can ask them to mail you a set like 10 of these promise cards. And it's just like a white plain card with at the bottom it says because I said I would. And um, since this podcast is going out on the 29th of December, it might be a bit late to request them now. But uh, you can just go there and get their template and print it out for yourself. Or like sometime next year, you don't have to just request 10. Uh, you can support them and buy some cards. Um, because if you request 10, they'll send them to you for free, which is just, just really nice of them. They've actually sent out, how many have they sent out? They've sent out... 8.8.5 million promise cards to 153 countries all over the world. And I'm not sure how how recent that information is, but that's like 8.5 million cards they've sent out. That's a lot of cards. And I'm, I'm assuming that's all that they sent out for free uh, as a social movement and non-profit organization. Maybe that's the total they sent out, but that's a huge number. Basically, what that card is, is just like a white card and you write down your promise. What I do is I write my promise and my resolution for the new year it doesn't have to be a new resolution you can do it during the year you can like you know you can make a promise anytime and uh, you can use like help use the help of other people to help hold you accountable you can give them that card and it's a right to promise put the date sign it and give it to another person and then they'll hold you accountable for it so like let's say i will quit smoking and you write that down and then the other person holds you accountable for it but I don't really do that. I just uh, write my resolution for the new year and I stick it up on my wall or on a poster which I have. I stick it like right um, smack bang in the middle of the poster and, and I just accumulate them over there. So I think I have like five five hanging on those, that poster right now. Yeah, and so this year I'm going to add a sixth one. I do that on the 31st December. And I keep it simple. I keep it very small. I don't like make promises to do lots of different things. That I will do throughout the year. I'll decide for myself. But there's, I always identify what's the most important thing for me to do in the coming year that I feel that's, that's really going to change my life. And right now, I'm recording this podcast like a few days before. So it's 24th December, just, just before Christmas Eve. And I haven't yet decided what is going to be the most important thing for me in 2018. I usually decide like on the very last day on the 29th or the 30th or the, even the 31st of December, and then I write it down and that's, that's when I know what it will be. 
but I can definitely share some of the things that I've written in the past. And the past have been predominantly focused on professional career and business goals. So previously, when I was still at Deloitte, so this was in 2000, when was that? In 2013. So on 31st December 2013, what I wrote on the card was, I will, um, I will, <laughs> I will quit my job next year. And that was a promise. I had to keep it. And I had, and that really pushed me so hard to look, to send resumes, to look for other jobs because I, at that point, I knew that that's it. Like I'm, I'm not growing anymore. And I, I love Deloitte. I think Deloitte's an amazing place. But that I felt that that was a time for me to move on. And I, I was, once I made that decision for myself, I really pushed myself really hard to find where I will go. And I did. I found uh, Sun Super. I went to a an Australian pension fund into the industry and that was great. And uh, at the same time, I was already uh, starting out my online business uh, and uh, like I, I had a few things going in parallel. So that was 2013 December. Then in uh, then in December 2014, so just before the 2015 year, I wrote on the card that I will transition because I also felt that my online business was going well, it was going better, and it was time for me to focus on that. But I also felt that I, I don't think I'm ready to completely quit my job yet. Uh, so I wrote on the card that I will transition to working three days a week or less. And again, like I actually did. So I think in within a few months, in February or March, I transitioned to working four days a week. So I was on my own, like I actually talked to my manager and to the executive team and I said, hey guys, like look, uh, I got a, like I got other things I'm interested in as well, but you know, happy to work less, you know, cut, you can cut my salary proportionately, but I'm going to work four days a week. And they were fine with it. And so I wasn't working Wednesdays. And then like my next step would be transition to working three days a week and that would fulfill my promise. But what I did instead was just like I quit my job because... Yeah, like I felt that's it. I, I can focus. I felt confident to focus just on my online business. And after that, I started setting my, myself financial goals. And that is like looking back, I think that is a big mistake, a big no-no. So I actually set my next goal in the middle of that year, in uh, the middle of 2015. And uh, because I had already achieved my previous one. And then at the end of 2015, I set myself another res resolution for 2016. Um, and both of those were financial goals. Those were uh, goals to uh, make a certain profit or have a certain amount of money in the bank account by the end of the year. And like my personal experience with that is that is not a good idea because you end up just like being consumed by that and that is always kind of at the top of your head and you you miss out on life like life goes by you don't you you say no to uh interesting adventures you say no to really cool things to do because you're all all you're focused on is like making sure that your business is running and that you're uh growing in terms of like financially the business is growing or you're growing uh, your fi funds are growing and so on and and like life is much more than that. And that experience made me realize that, that uh, that is not what I want from my life or for my life. It's, it's a very kind of, it's ambitious, but it's also a very ego-driven approach to 
setting your goals and say, deciding what you want to accomplish. And so I decided to steer away from that and that's why in 2016, at the end of last year, I set myself the goal for, for 2017, which my brother actually gave me some advice. You, some of you might know Ilya, who's, uh, who's, who's also co-author on some of the courses. Uh, he gave me a really good piece of advice and he said to set myself this goal of doing 100 amazing things in 2017. And that was such a good piece of advice. And he said, like, actually buy these sticky sticky notes and every time you do an amazing thing, write it down and, you know, like have this stack of sticky notes and then at the end of the he actually said put them like onto a jar and at the end of the year you can like pull them out and, and see, like based on that, see what actually makes you happy. You know, like how many of those things are related to family, how many things are related to, you know, like to personal relationships, how many of those things are related to adventure and so on. And it's been it's been really really good. So I started writing them down. I did like during our trip with Adlan. I did kind of uh, slack off and stopped writing them down. But uh, up until like July 2017, I wrote down I think it was like 30 or 40 things that I've done. And uh, and they, these things range from like I went and watched a swarm of bats fly over Brisbane like in February. We have these bats, they're flying over Kangaroo Point and you can just like lie on the grass around like 7 p.m. and you just like see hundreds and hundreds of bats. It's a mesmerizing view. Uh, like I went on a camper van trip with my parents. I, uh, what else did I do? I tried aero yoga. I tried uh, flying a helicopter. I went hiking for the first time in my life. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. Uh, I tried uh, doing a, a cryo session where they put you into like one, minus 180 degrees or 160 degrees Celsius for five minutes. I tried a floating session. I went to Vietnam. Uh, we launched a Kickstarter campaign. Uh, did I, the road trip of Atlanta across Europe. So lots and lots of things. And even like... The reason, like, uh, even though I stopped writing them down in the middle of the year, like, I was just on a roll. After, after those 30, I think I've done another, probably another 100 or, or, like, another, at least another 70 for sure. It was just, like, they, they just, I started, I got into the mode of, like, doing amazing things pretty much, like, if not every day, then, you know, twice a week, we would do something really cool and go somewhere. And, uh, you know, like, we, and don't get me wrong, we still work a lot, like, um, both Adlan and I and, and everybody in the business, we, we all work like tons, but still we find time to go, well, I, I made myself, uh, set myself the goal of finding time and it became easier and I, that's why I kind of like, I guess I stopped writing down because it was like just not keeping up and get, got consumed with doing these hundred amazing things and looking back, I'm so happy I set myself that goal, that resolution because I've had such an exciting, interesting, amazing year. I've met so many people, I've visited so many places, done so many new things for me, or even just not new things, but very nice, like even just spending, uh, you know, going on a bicycle ride with my parents. That's That I consider an amazing thing as well. It doesn't have to be like over the top. It just has to be something where you feel alive and enjoy that, that moment, that time. And so hopefully those are kind of like a few examples of different types of resolutions that I've set for myself, there, there are tons of those out there, uh, like different things to choose from. But for me, I've understood the importance of setting resolutions that relate to like adventure, exploration, growth, rather than just uh, like career resolutions are great. And they have definitely served me well uh, at the start. But also, 
I guess it's important not to get carried away with them. And the way I approached it this year was, yes, I still want to grow the business. I want to develop professionally as well, learn things about uh, data science and and uh, record the podcast and do lots of things in that space. But I also figured that those things will come automatically. Those things will come, like I'll still work on them. They will, uh, they will happen. If they need to happen, they will happen. And, uh, and uh, I'll progress in those fields and spaces as well. But like, what is the most important thing? And the most important thing for me has been to actually live life and enjoy how I live life. And that is, and the way I quantified that for myself was through setting the goal of doing 100 amazing things. And I'm really happy I did that. And yeah. By the way, there's a really cool app that you can use. I was only introduced to it like a, a few months ago. It's called One Second Every Day. I think it costs like $5 on, on the App Store. And... But basically, what you can do is like you can record like a one second video of you every day, and and then in the, at the end of the year, it'll put all those one second videos together, and I'll give you what three hundred and sixty seconds, so about six minutes, six minutes of uh, video, which is like consists consists of one second every day. So that way, you don't really have to write them down on sticky notes. You, you always have your phone with you, and so whenever you're doing one of these amazing things, if if you, if you choose, not really saying you have to do that, but like that's how I would have maybe gone about it now. You just record yourself doing it for a second and then you will have like this whole compilation of your all the amazing things that you did. Or you'll have a compilation of every day of the year and among them will be the amazing hundred amazing things. Yeah, but again, it's uh everybody's uh has their own journey and so that was mine. I wish you the best of luck in choosing your new year resolution. I really think they're valuable. Whatever you choose, I really think it's valuable to set some goal because as they say a ship without a destination will never get there or something like that or without an aim you will miss every time like unless you have a goal something to that you can like reflect upon at the end of the year and look back and be like oh actually yeah I did have a great year I did this and this and this and take a moment to reflect unless you have that you won't be able to reflect at the end of the year so yeah I really encourage you to make a new resolution i wish you the best of luck of picking one that is going to suit your personality suit your your desires and passions and uh, more most importantly i wish you to have an amazing amazing celebration of the end of 2016 uh, 17 end of 2017 and the start of 2018 i hope you have a fantastic year i really uh, look forward to hopefully meeting you in person or at least staying in touch and going through 2018 together just as we did through 2017. And I'll see you back here in the next year. Until then, happy analyzing. <laughs>